This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Brian. Rana. I mean, the moment has finally come. I can't believe I'm in this list. I can't believe you included me in this list. Well, there is a parenthesis. You're, uh, a, par- yes. you're a parenthetical, but you're but there. But I'm on the list. But you're there. But I'm on the list. Finally. Yeah. People have been clamoring for merchandise. Yep. We have... Uh, what have we done? We've re- Icons. released a limited edition. Yep. Ra- Ask Rana and Brian Icons t-shirt. That's right. Available in three colorways. Correct. Black with white writing. Love it. White with black writing. I'm buying that one. White with gold I'm writing. I'm buying that one that's too. That's your dress version. That's if you're going out on the town. But that's if I wear it as a dress. So I have to say that the white with black would look very cute under like a YSL blazer. Like a pinstripe okay, Yves Saint Laurent blazer. Okay. With a leather pant yeah. and a boot. I'll take your word for it. So I don't cute. have any of those things. In any event, podswag.com slash Ask Rana. Rana. You can go and buy your first limited Ask Rana edition. And if there's other things you want to say from us, merchandise what? you'd love to see, we'd love to hear from you. We certainly would. Ask Rana at Gmail. And tomorrow, we're going to do an oh. Instagram Live. The last one was such Are a hit. Again? I'd like to, Rana. Okay. Okay, All right. thank you. Thank I you. Agree. We're doing an Instagram. I appreciate you saying yes. We're doing an Instagram Live at 12.30 p.m. Pacific, 3.30 p.m. Boston, and or, you know, East Coast. Yeah. And where can they get us on which feeds? They'll get us on the Ask Rana feed and on the at Brian Safi feed. That's Wednesday, April 8th. And Rana, based on the tech work you've done today, I really think you should start this one. Well, we'll see. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's start the show. Brian. Rana. I mean, are we here? We zoom zoom, which we're attempting a zoom zoom zoom. We're doing a zoom zoom. We did a lot of. Each of us have become in this new world techies. I'll say it. Isn't that true? We've you've got to do everything for yourself. You have to. Yeah. And by the way, I'll tell you unless what you have, of course, a cleaning lady that can do your nails. Does Jadvina? Is she good with the technical stuff? You know what? I ha- I haven't asked her to do that because I'm worried about her hacking into my personal stuff. 
I There's been see. a lot of hacking that came out of Ukraine with the election and, you know, et cetera. Do you think she's a, a, a Ukrainian hacker? I don't think she is, but I wouldn't be surprised if her brother is. Got it. Understand? Where does he live again? Is he I, over there or is he here? It, you know, it's, you ver- don't want to go it's into very it. hazy. Yeah. And her husband works for Tesla, which I told you he's a, they call him an engineer. He's a mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I be right because she drives the Tesla. They call it a mechanic, an engineer. He's a mechanic. Sure, but those those guys are very computerized. I see. And so what I just don't like they call want... the people at Subway artists, the sandwich artists. Yeah, is that right? Well, isn't that that's what they call them sandwich artists? But it, isn't I, well, that... some of them are better artists than others. Abs couldn't agree more. Yeah. <laughs> In any event, I'm worried because those computers are very. Those guys are like just computers that drive. Yeah, oh, and she so is if he no, it's the husband's technical, she's technical. Anyway, it's none of a business getting into my financials. Yeah. Yeah. I did slip her a note the other day. I have for, her on a separate Wi-Fi at the house. Would you be upset? Yeah. If I asked her for a facial? No. Okay, great. But I don't. From a social distancing perspective, I'm not sure. Sure, it's the best move. She already gave me one. Oh well, okay. Yeah. So. What else have you? What else have you? Are you doing? And then asking forgiveness for later. She did my nails. She did do your nails. She did. So she's. T- you After know what? I, saw I am yours. upset actually. Why? Because it means she's touching you and touching me. I took a and, shower. But we're not touching each other, Brian. Yeah. Do you understand? But we. we but our hearts are touching. Yes, but my point and our minds is, are touching. That's not social distancing. Right. Yadvina, you're supposed to keep the circle as slow, small as possible. Well, this is only you and me and Yadvina. But now you're in it. Yeah. And I don't know what else you've Well, what's a, what's a th- I don't know what else you're fudging about. It has been two weeks since you've been in tinder quarantine or grind to quarantine. Well, the lobsterman and I are yeah. we're doing like a total like Romeo and Juliet. Rana, exactly. Or I was Cyrano. Gonna, He's you Cyrano coming to your window. Completely. I yeah. was gonna say um when Bruce Banner is turns into the Hulk and he's in that glass room at the hospital in the first Avengers and no one can go touch him. Yeah. Or in Annihilation when Natalie Portman can't it thinks she might be an alien. There's some weird thing there. Yeah. But, Whenever they put them in a chamber. Exactly. Yeah. But yes, it's wrong. Rome- Hannibal Lecter, you can't touch him either. Yeah, but I wouldn't describe our relationship that way. Yours and mine? No, me and the lobster. Oh, yours and the lobster. Actually, I would describe yours and mine. It's very. Ch- you have a force charged. field around. Very you. charged. It is. It is. You're constantly uh, making me solve your riddles. You know, the people are getting a little bit. If if we put this video out, which yeah. I'm not sure we will, okay. they'll be getting a glimpse into the carriage house that they haven't gotten before. Well, they're finally going to see the kitchen that Yadvina cooks in and that I uh, step on with my feet. Well, she ke- heats things up for you here. She really cooks up. in the main kitchen, yeah. but this is your kitchen. The other it's day, like a college it communal was so kitchen. fun. I started the facial off by, she was boiling a pot of water. To and steam you. Yeah. yeah. She didn't bring a steamer? No. Huh. And then she left the dish here, by the way. She was like, I can't take it into her house. Oh, well, okay. I'm happy to hear that. Now yeah. I'm back on board. Okay, good. For this. Great. Yeah. Rana, I have to be honest with you. Yeah. We got some terrific follow-ups. We've got to get started. Follows up? Oh, I love follow- follow-ups. Follow-ups. Follows okay. up. Follow-ups, yeah. I think. Yeah. I love follow-ups. Would you like me to read them or read of you? Of course you read them, of course. Okay. Unless you want me to read I them. I want you to read the first one. Okay. I'd be happy to. Sure. Uh Hello from Quarantined NYC. What a treat to be featured in this week's episode. By way of an update, before I had to actually say, oh, this is C's Lollipops. This is C's Lollipops. Oh, I'm so, I can't believe we heard from him this quickly. I know. Before I had to actually slay, say slash do anything about this, 
My wife got rid of the lollipops during a pantry cleanup. Not sure why, but I didn't, I didn't ask any questions. Regardless, it was good advice. And if this lockdown brings out any new noises, I'll surely take it. Thanks for your great work on the show. Stay healthy slash stay strong. Stay think, home. Do you think she knew that she was a nuisance with the noise? With the firecrackers going off in her mouth? I think she was worried about the quarantine 15. What does that mean? Oh, like the freshman 15. Yeah. Exactly. Got it. I think she was looking at what they could get. I think she was looking at him thinking he'd put on a pound or two because they're in some kind of really well, they're in some kind of a health thing together. Yeah. This is where I start doing my Poirot again, doing my context close. Correct. Because in his initial letter, he said for a treat after dinner, this is what we like to do. Sexy. Yeah. So they, they were on, they were agreeing with each other what dessert would be, how many calories it would be. They were obviously watching their waist. Yeah. And I think she realized we're not going outside anymore. She likes him trim. So she threw out the candies. That's what I think. Thank you for that lemon chiffon cake yesterday, by the way. You're welcome. You know what? I had all those lemons so and I had to use and them. So delicious. It was terrific. Well, what was I going to use the lemons for? I, I don't know. Not limoncello. We established that on the Patreon. No, we absolutely did. With that I'm not a limoncello fan. And that no. everyone, limoncello, they could either turn, this is the thing that I was saying on the Patreon, which I shouldn't be giving this away for free, but here I go again. Uh, the Italians, when they have extra lemons, they turn it into limoncello and then they just try to get rid of it. Yeah. So everywhere you eat in Italy, all they can say is, we'd love to send you a limoncello after dinner, which is the same as saying, can we just send you? We're just trying to get rid of this. Yeah, but they make it. We seem, have too many Andes. Seem, exactly, yeah. seem like it's hospitality. They should just turn it into floor cleaner. I mean, sure. it's one inch away from that being that. Though well, I have one or two, had one or two good limoncellos. Have you life. heard of conjugal visits? What do you mean? Have I heard of them? Like in a prison? Yeah, of course. So that's what the lobsterman and I are doing, and he's very acrobatic. I mean, we're not able to go through the glass, but we're still seeing. It. Everything and there are parts of him I really had not seen in the broad light of day, so that's been nice. Through, I'm sorry, he's on the other side of the window. You watch, and we do like gestures to each other, like I'll grab my nipples or whatever, you know. And anyway, just to turn him on because one of there has to be a release. So, what you're trying to tell me is you're masturbating in front of each other? That's all you're trying to tell me. I would say it's why are I would we say it's artistic. Why, it, why has this come up? Because I didn't know if you thought that maybe I was pent up or something. I don't remember anyone asking, and I don't remember anyone writing in to ask. And I certainly don't remember me asking. You're wrong, actually. On the live this week, someone said, how's the lobsterman during quarantine? So I'm answering that question. Okay. That's why I brought Well, that's it. for the live. That's, okay. This is free feed behavior. We have Brian, another. This is. And we've, <laughs> we've talked about this. And now you're, you're acting very free feed right now. And I, Rana, I just get the place, so but. excited to see you. I just want to spill my, I have no one else to talk about my love life with. It's just you. So I really wish you would love him like I do. You need to get a few FaceTime friends. Okay. is what you need to do. All Here's right, read our next, next follow-up. Follow up. Yeah. Dear Ron and Brian. Yeah. I wanted to write a follow-up to your wonderful advice. You may recall that I asked for advice about my aging skin. We had a phone call with this, uh, with this lovely lady. Yeah. You and Brian along with Natalie Morales, were so kind. Wonderful Natalie. And understood my dilemma. She's been reading The Little Prince during quarantine. I've been seeing that, yeah. 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 I, you, oh. What? Now, this is really something that we should, we should make a list of what we are enjoying during quarantine. But you know what? I feel busier during quarantine than I did before. I know what you mean. But Jennifer Ely. 
E-H-L-E. Okay. Now, if you happen to have 12 hours on your hands, which I know you do. Uh, not, yeah, I for Not sure you, do. but everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm bu- I've been busy counting. And- the, de- <laughs> the definitive Pride and Prejudice. Of the, of the of one of the movies, you mean? A&E's was a TV series. I think it was 12 parts that A&E did. 12 one-hour episodes. Did it come on before or after Hoarders? Long before. Okay. Long, you know, it's actually- It's but, when it was arts and actually, entertainment. Actually, you make an interesting point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But when it was still- When it was an arts when channel. When it was still a channel. Yeah. Before it was a collection of broken toys or whatever sure. it is. My 900-pound life. Uh, yeah. That's TLC, I think. Right. But it's all, it's practically the Which same. now that you've opened me up to 90 day- Honey. I'm so, I get so sick. I can't fast forward through the commercials fast enough- me too. On that network, because I'm so- heartbroken and depressed about every show is worse than the next. They have a foot doctor's show now where they're showing people plantar warts that have gone out of control. I mean, I'm only hoping that all of that program goes away with all of this, that people lose their fascination with all of that nonsense. Rana, I'm going to be caught up on Before the Night Days before our next one. I'm only two behind now. You're supposed to be caught up for today. I know, but I'm not. We were supposed to talk about it today. I know, but I didn't. Okay. So listen, my point is this. Jennifer Ely was the star of Pride and Prejudice. It was her and Colin Firth, and Colin oh, Firth was Mr. Darcy. Dream. This was about 19... 19- He's born to play that part. This was about 1998. Yeah. There is a scene where he comes back to his estate, and he's been traveling all day and riding a horse, and he decides there's like a lake-type moat in front of his estate. Yeah. And he decides instead of walking straight to the door, he's going to jump through the pond first. Just for so fun. So he comes to the door See-through in a shirt. drenched white uh, shirt. Yes. You've never seen anything like it. Yeah. But Jennifer Ely, who is a gorgeous, talented actress and a beautiful person, mm-hmm. has been reading Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice on her Instagram. So she has like an IGTV. Oh, cool. So she's been reading the book and she's the most, not, not only does she have the most gorgeous, engaging face you've ever seen, she's such a beautiful actress and such a beautiful reader. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing people could tune in for. Okay, can we get to this update, please? You and Brian, along with Natalie Morales, were so kind and understood my dilemma. I took your advice and invested in the Lancer skincare products. Oh. It's been about three months and I can certainly see and feel Feel the difference. Fabulous. I've also been using the eye patches that you both so graciously gifted to me. The CEOs. And while I'm still a working mom of four, I feel so much better to be taking care of me a little more. Remember, working mom of four, not just a working mom. She's she's a a public defender. Of juveniles. Yeah. I also wanted to thank you for your podcast. (laughs) Of juveniles, Rana. Of juveniles. (laughs) They also, along with my new Skim care re- re- regime. Yeah. Help me feel young and woke. Thank you for giving us a bit of sanity and happiness in this time of extreme uncertainty. Now I get selfish, Rana. Just a quick fun story. My husband walked in when I was watching 911. He asked oh, what I was watching. Brian, pause. Brian has a huge <laughs> act this month. Very exciting. We're into week two of Iraq. Correct. And when they hear this, the good news for them is there will have been two episodes that you were on, yep. but then there was a two-week break. So when they hear this, they can catch up on the previous two and then look forward to next week, which weeks. will be a big Big, big it's episode. a big, big episode. Yeah. Uh, my husband asked what I was watching, and after shushing him, I said, 911, my friend has a major part in this episode. So he asked what friend. I sheepishly replied, Brian, you never have to be sheepish about it. We are friends. <laughs> Wishing you and your loved ones all the best and stay safe in the carriage house. Best, Karen. Karen, I'm so glad you're taking care of yourself because you sound like the busiest person in the world. What a cute letter. 
mm-hmm. when she said to her husband, shush, my friend has a big patent. Isn't that sweet? And he said, who's your friend? And she said, Brian. <laughs> it's nothing to be ashamed it's of. It's so cute. Yeah. I'm delighted. She sounds like she has a little bit of a new lease on life. I know, which is great. Like she has a sort of young, fun attitude. She's watching 911. Like, she's taking care of her skin. Totally. And even if it's just like 10 minutes a day, I'm of doing de- something for you. And I'm delighted that she's using the Lancer products. And in fact, this isn't going to be a giveaway this week. It just isn't. But I did, last time I was in to see Harold, he's doing static kits. Okay. And I bought a static kit. To get, do is one of our giveaways. You're kidding. No. But that's not going to be this week. Okay. Well, good thing you brought it up. I'm glad I did because maybe they'll tune in next <laughs> week. True. Maybe it'll be next week. But this week we're going to do a fabulous giveaway. Don't, I, it's no less fabulous. No, oh, they're never not fabulous. No. It's no less fabulous. No, but this is, we have a really, Primo, really fabulous. From now on, until further notice, we're kicking up our, our uh, giveaway game a little bit. Okay. Because people really need it. It's true. Yeah. Uh, should I read a couple of reviews before we get to our fabulous guest? Sure, let's guest? do it. Then we have a terrific guest today. And this is our first time we're doing a remote guest. So On the see- Zoom, Rana. Yeah, so we're we, see- and I'll tell you, Rana is nothing if not a tech savvy. I'll tell you. I did all We this. tested everything before. Yeah. You told me which plug goes in where. I did. It was, I mean, you should see this setup. You know I don't what? know how she does it. I'm a Look, it's just like I said before. I can change a tire. I just never would. So There it is. Of course I can do all of these yeah, things. Yeah, you sure can. I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. It's not worth taking up the space in my brain. But when it comes to having to survive here and to get it done, I think we all know I'm a problem solver. No yeah. Shit. I do want I mean, to say yeah. a shout out to the French bakery in town that has stayed open during all of this. Are they fabulous? Brian and I have been able to have social we've, distancing. We've been very careful. Extremely. We wipe down a, our cups. We do everything. We've had a few takeout coffees. Rana, you are so bad. Okay. Nothing but this is fi- this is by uh, Beer Yoga Cheese. It's this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, I get so excited when you say you're going to read the comments because I don't read the comments. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold everything. What? We are huge in Croatia. Rana. Remember how big we were in number, Denmark? There's a famous DJ there who loves us. Electropop or something it's is something his Something like that. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. Remember how big we were? First of all, he says he's Serbian. He's not Croatian. He told you that? Yeah. He wrote back to us. You're kidding. Well, I wrote and said, because I translated what he said. It said podcast recommendation is what he said in Serbian. In, in, in what I thought was Croatian. And See, he said it Electropop E party. Oh, e- well, that sounds drugs. Fine by me. Fine by me, too. Electropop or Electro What's his Insta- party might what be. What is his Instagram? Because I want people to go to it's, follow him immediately. At Electropop party. Okay. Pope, P O P E, like It's the either Electropop E party or Electropop party. Why don't you just spell it? E L E C T R O. P-O-P-E-P-A-R-T-Y. I think it's Pope Patty, and the joke is electro Oh, my God, because he's because dressed he's, like the Pope. Yes, he's wearing a... Okay. Well, he's actually not dressed like the Pope. He's wearing... Uh, he's wearing a Greco-Roman uh, or a Greek Orthodox. I, I suppose he's wearing a Serbian Orthodox yeah. headpiece is what he's wearing. So, electro-Pope party. So Thank you he, from the I don't know States. who he's telling about us, but our... Numbers in Croatia, we were number 25 in in, podca- in comedy and 100 and something overall, and we just keep climbing. All and I when want- this is all over, we're coming to Dubrovnik to do a show. Fabulous. I've always wanted to go Me to too. Dubrovnik. And I will say the this- The European tour will happen, Brian. I want him to know that we are 
absolutely happy at the peak of his next huge club party to stop the show and do some advice. Yes, and to do to when the when it drops. When it drops, yes, we'll do Isn't some that advice. what they say when the sound drops? Correct. He, Rana, he you're takes too them to the peak and then it drops. Correct. Okay. Okay. So, she but wanted- these names, I always get so excited, and then I find out who our fans are, and I get so depressed. Beer, yoga, cheese. Yeah. I was first introduced to Rana on a bad first date. But talk about a silver lining. Well, I'm a little confused how that's humanly possible. I think someone was like, this is my impression. The guy he was went on a date with. Yeah. Or the gal he went on a date with. So, or the, I don't know who's who in this. But the person the that person. this person went on a date with yeah. said, have you ever listened to any of Rana's podcasts? Yeah. And he said no. And he goes, oh, this isn't going to work out, is how I think it was. Oh, and so... Th- Okay. Yeah. So the date was the one with the discriminating taste. Correct. And then the date said, well, if you don't know who Rana is, this isn't going to work. And then this one went back and did his studying. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Let's see the- The fact that Rana and Brian are finally together is a match made in heaven. Rana is the aunt we all wish we had, and Brian is the nephew we wished we could be. Their sound advice is delivered with love, and Karen is the highlight of my week. Even with the carriage house all access pass, I can't get enough. Oh. Fabulous. That's what I love to hear. This one is from Telewin09. What more could you want? Five stars only. Ron and Brian Daw, generous servings of raspberry tea coupled with unparalleled dashes of style and sophistication. In any event, I especially love when Brian manages to bring down Rana down to his level of crazy cynicism, if only momentarily. Loving every single oh, Brian's second. Brian's not a cynic. I don't think I am either. Not at all. all right. If anything, he's an optimist and I'm the cynic. What is there to say aside from subscribe on Patreon? Being a tri- chip really puts a chip on my shoulder. Okay. What now this, about this one that says, Ron and Brian, my real mom and dad. Isn't that so sweet? Is it a good review? I don't know. I don't see that one. Oh, here it is. My favorite podcast. The only thing giving me structure during this unstructured time. Task to complete. Quiff and Book Club, things to look forward to. Of course, I'm a Patreon subscriber. And a sense of community knowing there are at least a few refined ladies, Rana, and some less than refined ladies, Brian, just like me out there. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for blessing our ears twice a week. Kiss, kiss. And then finally from uh, Is Mariah Carey Okay? This podcast fills my half goy, half Jew, whole gay heart with shades of vanilla goodness. Ron is the no nonsense aunt I never had, and Brian is also there. Oh, that well, that's well, the joke. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's my joke. Yeah, not this. Thank you, Ron. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, should we talk to our fabulous? I'm going to read one more called "Rana Keeps It Real" from someone named Diamond ATL, which I think means Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, I've known Rana for decades, and she's the real deal. From Marblehead to Montecito to Malabone and everywhere in between, she really knows how to listen. And she dispenses sage advice in her droll Boston brogue, always with hat and humor. Excuse me. Nice. Hat and humor. That's what they wrote. Hot and Yuma. Hot Which I guess they're home. making fun of my accent. Half and home. Yeah. Her chemistry with Brian and their guests keeps things light and moving, an essential distraction in these stressful times. Very nice. Thank you, Diamond ATL. Thank you, Diamond ATL. Okay. okay. We've got to get to our guest because our guest is fabulous. Hello, everyone. Rana here, letting you know we've started a YouTube. So many people were saying, how can I watch the Instagram live? Where can I see it? So we posted it. YouTube.com slash Ask Rana. We'll see you there. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. 
Anka is the fabulous app that we use to create a podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. She is your best friend in a pinch. She is. Or not in a pinch. No. She is the She's kind the of- She's the first person you want to invite to a party. She really is. Yeah. She's so, <gasps> you, you know what she is? She's so talented. She's so hilarious. She plays all these incredible characters. And yet when you're one-on-one with her- A real person. It's a real, it's not bits all the time. Very rare. Just You know real. why not? it's not bits all the time? Why? Because she knows she's funny. Why Lauren, does she have to perform for you wow. all the time? Why can't she just be herself? And then when it's time to turn the, turn the volume up a little bit. Yep. You well, know where you love her. Pass me the cash. I'll turn up the volume. Correct. Yeah. Lauren Lapkus is on Askrana with us. I can't, I can't even but, tell you how excited I am. I'm well, so thrilled. Lauren, dear, you were on our list from the very beginning. You were number number one or two on our list of people that we wanted to have. And it's it true. has taken you so busy. Because oh my God. being best friends with Nicole Bayer and Paul F. Tompkins and Scott the mogul, Scott Ackerman, who we had on a couple of weeks ago, et cetera, et cetera. I heard that episode. It was great. Not to mention she's terrific. on that show. Can we say that you're on that show? I mean, I know production's yeah. halted. She's on Good Girls now. Yeah, she's oh. my episode airs Sunday. So whenever this comes out, it might oh. already be out. It'll what? already be out. This comes out Tuesday. What are you playing on Good Girls? Well... I don't know how much I can say. I guess you see well, in the this first will come episode. Out on, when does yours come out? Because this comes out on Tuesday. It'll have been Sunday. Okay, so my first episode airs um, a couple, aired a couple days ago then. And I'm trying to think of what happens in the first episode so I don't spoil anything. But I'm a person who might pose a threat to the good girls. Let's just say that much. Fun. Yeah. That's exciting. Might pose yeah. a threat. Are you a criminal too or something else? No, I'm um, a white collar person okay business i work in the government okay oh fine but we don't know yeah, that yeah. yet i think we... you find that out in the first episode i really okay. hope you do okay <laughs> well anyway you've got a big act yeah it's really exciting well it's really crazy because the show um and we had to had shoot a... the show in los it angeles or somewhere else in la okay and it was really fun to do and i was so excited um but then production got shut down because of coronavirus obviously and yeah i obviously it's the correct thing to do but it still sucks because i was having so much fun doing it yeah well we'll be back you'll be back that shows a huge yeah. hit and they'll get they'll yeah. get back up i on love it face. how are your spirits lauren how are you doing how are you this? coping dear okay well today i feel pretty good the past couple of days i have felt more like myself and i've been feeling more like normal like i'm just trying to like I'm getting through my day in a more normal way. Like it, it, this, the days are starting to feel more like if I just had a day off here or there and I'm using okay. it kind of Finding well. a new routine and, and yes. maximizing your time a little bit. But the past few weeks have been such a roller coaster and I feel like I've been so emotional and depressed. And every day I feel like I'm just like I could – I'm just like f- pushing myself away from getting really depressed and spiraling and getting really worried about everyone yeah. and – I have moments where I just get so worried and then I'm like, well, okay, everything's okay right now with everyone that you know. Why so don't I just worry be... when it's time to worry? 
Mm-hmm. Not that you shouldn't be prepared now for what's coming yeah. and, and making preparations and taking care of yourself and your family, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah. like everything in life, there's sometimes very real things to worry about. And so when we, when we, when we focus too, too much on the small things in the everyday, when the big thing comes, that's really where you have to put your worry. So maybe well, you, you and have to try and enjoy these, di- even though these in-between days can be a little depressing because there's less to do or, or, you know, obviously it's the old problem of the less busy you are, the more time you have to focus on yourself or whatever's going on in your life. But... Well, you're I think gonna, it's a little bit of that, but I think enjoy these, you have to enjoy these moments and this freedom a little bit because yeah, I mean, I don't really mind. I don't coming down the pipeline. I think that's yeah. I'm. I get depressed about the future stuff. Like I yeah. get depressed thinking Focusing, about someone yeah. dying or something, and then I'm like, I can't function. Like I, I can. I'm okay with not doing anything and staying home. I'm actually not bored. Well, I feel fine. Don't do what I did last night before I went to bed, which was uh, the New York Times is keeping a running obituary of all the sort of significant people were losing to corona and i mean i actually think it is an important thing to read because it it Mm -hmm. might help a few people take all of this more seriously but we are just losing and doctors and artists and people that are just getting plucked off of the street essentially and would have had another 20 years and and old young all ages i mean you know can i give a recommendation for this (laughs) i'm sure yeah Mm -hmm. it's not reading the obituaries of the new york times (laughs) <laughs> no, but one of my recommendations, and Lauren, we've talked about this before, is the worry windows, as they call them, which is what just is a it? half hour. Oh, you give my, you, oh the my, worry window, yeah. yeah. I've told her about that. Half hour in the morning, half in the evening. But the other thing, just of news, a, 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 that's of it. Of news, or you give yourself a certain amount of time to worry about things? Oh, no, I give myself all day to worry about things, okay. but 10 a.m. is the news, and like 4 p.m. is the news. But I also lay in bed for about 10 minutes in the middle of the day okay. and I just someone call it keening I just moan because it helps it helps with my breath and I love the sound it makes oh and the, the feeling it gives my my body so I just go like well wait I really can do I that. An do that. wait wait show what show us what you do yeah my god thank god there isn't a camera crew following him around so I try to make it natural but I so I go like this I already uh, know what it sounds like. I, I already know. Do you want me to do it for you? I already. I have a feeling. I Try. already know what it sounds Go like for before it. you're going to do it. Because I do a few different ones. Okay. Well, I think you do one that sounds. I, I'm hoping I can imitate it. Okay. Let's see. But I can hear it in my brain. Let's see. Uh, uh, That's the one I do the most. I start out. I go. I literally go like this. That's the one. Uh, uh, I know you. Uh, get, I know you sigh. But Brian, I know you do. I've been falling it's asleep like that for years. Couch. You've been falling asleep like that for years. <laughs> when I go to sleep, when Dear I close God. my eyes, I go like when I'm really about to fall asleep. I'm like, mm. does it scare the crap out of your husband? No, he stays up all night. <laughs> oh, that's he's right. like. A, He's truly staying up until 8 a.m. right now. We're on completely different schedules. He stays up till 8 and he sleeps till 3. It's psychotic. And he is trying to break this habit because now he's got some like business stuff because he has a show coming out next week, which I'll plug right now. It's called Bruise Brothers. It's absolutely. And it's on um, Netflix. Yeah. What's it called? Bruise, like beer. B-R-E-W-S. Bruise Brothers. Does he play a craft? He owns a small craft brewery and him and his brother have left the big city and gone home to open a bowling alley. 
but, very, but in this case, oh, you're it's on a the right track. Brewery. It's estranged brothers who uh, yeah. both are into inherit. beer and they start to work on it together. They don't inherit. They have a company. It's going under, and he plays the asshole, and he comes in and tries to. Help. He does. Isn't that he plays funny? the asshole. Never, oh, that's so funny. I would never know that. And who's his partner? Who plays his partner? Alan Eisenberg. He was on Orange Is the New Black as one of the CEOs in later seasons. He's really great. Terrific. Awesome. Do you want to yeah. get into okay, some advice, let's get, Lauren? Yeah, let's do what we came here. And we I do- would love to. And wait, Rana, I have a question because. Because yeah. first of all, I was actually excited to talk to you because I you felt were. like with You're the quarantine. I know. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I was very it, flattered when they did. There was a thing going around Instagram where people were talking about what podcasts do you like and who would you want to be friends with? And it was one of those questionnaires, those mad libs that they okay, were sending sure. around. How are you spending your time? Which mm-hmm. I can never figure out because I don't know where they get the blank one from. Well, people are right. supposed to post the blank one after they post it. If that's I if think, you're being polite, you post the blank yeah, one. Yeah, it seems like they don't post the blank question. Mm-hmm. Here. But in any event. Tell you what, I'm not shooting blanks I, right now, at least. I know you're not. Yeah. Why do I know that? <laughs> I don't mean, Ronna, you don't know what that means. No, this is, of course I know what oh, it means, I didn't Brian. Think I'm the one who told you what a Cleveland steamer was. Okay. You are. What is that? Someone it takes a shit matter. on your chest no. and then they Brian? scrape it off. No. They, 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 no. they use your someone, chest hair as the toilet paper. I guess if I you're a woman. I thought you get a blowjob, a blowjob while you're taking a shit. That's a that's a blumpkin. That's a bleep. <laughs> Fuck yes. Bleep. Bleep. Brian. Sorry, this Rana. is free feed on a level. I'm but we rabid in here. I know, but we get one of your friends in the carriage house. And I know. You free feed, you go crazy. But this is what your, we talk about your, as friends. You free feed. This well, is our type of conversation. Then start your honestly. own podcast about called the Blumpkin <laughs> Cast. With I will. Lapis. I'm down. I'm available. Great. <laughs> Lauren, what's your question in for Lauren? event, all I was saying was that Lauren put me down as, as someone on her questionnaire. And I was very oh, flat. Yeah, I did. Sure. I did. I said I want to be friends with her. Very well, flat. Rana, I was. Thinking, we first of all, friends. I was looking forward to talking to you because, yeah. I know, I know. I was looking forward to talking to you because you remind me of my aunt a little bit. Mm-hmm. And she, which is a really nice thing. She's like the smartest person. She knows everything. She's like a renaissance woman, like can tell you about everything. And it makes me feel very comforted to hear your voice. Yeah. And I was going to ask you a question. I very uncomfortable when I'm compared she to other people. She hates a compliment. Well, oh. complimented, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> okay, well, I have a question that's just like a question I would ask my aunt. Yeah. Which is, I'm not wearing shoes much because I'm in the quarantine. Yeah. And do you feel like that's bad for you? No, absolutely not. It's actually quite good for you. Really? I, I'm also not wearing shoes very often, but I didn't know it was good for you. So I'm happy to hear this. Not, well, there's a lot of people. So... In health, one of the issues when you start getting into body work and taking care of your posture, et cetera, et cetera, one of the issues that people talk about is that people have lost the the sensation in their feet. So when you think about a lot of the sneakers that people wear, and sneakers go in different trends, and what I'm not suggesting and would never suggest is that you wear those sneakers that are like gloves, when people yeah. are oh, the, running ew, in those shoes gross. that are gloves, which makes me sick to even think And by about. the way, every one of those people who are a man, their girlfriend also wears those shoes. And it's also disgusting <laughs> to think about because the idea that to- toes more than hands do not follow a uniform uh-uh. uh, size. Right. So the idea that they could even fit that way. Well, that's crazy. Footing, but more Are some of them like the toe is longer, the second toe is longer oh, than the first? Like, no, come on, we got to have options. Sa- Look, there's a reason not everybody's wearing them. And the reason is they're ridiculous. But my point is this. It is actually quite good for you to bring the sensation back into your feet. 
and that your feet are really the foundation of your posture and the rest of your body. So actually, it's quite good for you, for that okay. for you, for your feet to have that contact. Good with the to ground. know. However, it does mean that you have a new level of hygiene and care that you have to worry about. So you have to make sure that your feet look nice, and you have to make sure that they're moisturized because what you don't want is cracks. And you especially don't want cracks with, with COVID. It's the same thing with your hands, which is you have to eat. We're, we're washing our hands all the time, but we have to moisturize them because otherwise you can get dry cracks in your hands and the virus can come in through the cracks. Ooh. So we have to make sure there's always a protective layer. So if you're having well, trouble keeping your feet <laughs> soft at night, and want something additional to worry about, what you can do if your feet are getting soft, uh, getting hard, is you could just put a little, a little aquaphor or lotion, whatever you have, put on a pair of socks. And when you do your sort of initial 15 and 20 minutes of reading or moaning, moaning, moaning before you go to bed. You leave the socks on and, and then you could take them off. Or if you don't mind sleeping in them, you could sleep in them. But you could do that every couple of days if you wanted to. That's right. the best answer. I couldn't even even imagined it. It's yeah. great. Thank Honestly, you. There you go. Okay. Here we go. But there is a whole foot movement and people that do jujitsu and things like that that's always barefoot because it's about having that connection to the ground and also mm-hmm. your posture, et cetera. Rana, I want you to start with the questions, but I actually want you to start with the one on page two that is at the very, very bottom. See the way he talks I to me? I don't like my setup. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I, You know what, Brian? You really need to change your tone. Yeah. This one? Like, yes. well, this is one of the things when I hear... Oh, boy. When I hear the podcast, yeah. I think your tone is really disrespectful. I think... <laughs> I don't know what you think. I don't know what you think, but you just you just run free on this podcast, yeah. and sometimes it's inappropriate. Okay, you know what? I, look, I, as a I appreciate you know someone once said to me, Lauren, right words, wrong face, meaning people cannot take advice. Something's what, wrong with my face. Whether we'll get. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to start that again. About my Kybella? No, you had a. <laughs> Yeah. Kybella. Brian wants Kybella. <laughs> I know. And on top of that, he found out his nose was crooked. I just and found out. He spent two weeks. Fo- Wait, how did you find nose out? Is crooked. I Everyone's a- nose is crooked. They just are. I took a picture yeah. of myself, and my nose was a little bit up, and they were absolutely. He found out his diagonal. nose was crooked, and he spent a month on his fainting couch. That's when the moaning started. That is, that's when my keening started. <laughs> okay, I do think like selfie, the selfie generation, like the generation, um, like of all teens now. Yes, they're screwed though because they're so. First of all, it's nice that they know their angles, but they're so aware of what's wrong with their face, and they're able to Photoshop it. We didn't learn what was wrong with our faces till we were much older, from either being on TV or <laughs> now doing selfies and now I know everything that's wrong with my face and I'm not happy about it but I'm glad I didn't know when I was 15 or I would have probably been way worse off absolutely I always knew I know every pore on my face wow well that's why you were you up in the mirror I could tell you every pore on my face what's that were you like up in the mirror all the time uh not admiring myself but taking care of my skin sure Mm. being aware well you have amazing skin it's true okay should we read this question? Go for it, Ron. But what was I saying to you before? It was something that we got onto that we were talking about your face. I can't remember. Okay. Kybella. Rana. Kybella. Yeah, he wants Kybella, which I'm not sure about. People could write into us and tell us if it works or not. I would love that. But I think that uh, I think you have to be careful. I think, of course, there are wonderful things you can do for your face. But I think you have to be careful when you're dissolving. First of all, here it's very painful. But when you do, but what is it? No yeah. pain, no gain. Oh, right words, wrong face. That's what I was oh, saying. Oh, that's what you were saying. That yeah, it means that face. people only take advice from people they want to hear it from. 
It doesn't matter how good the advice is. If your mother gives it to you, you don't want to hear so it. So you're saying you're if not I taking give it my to advice? You, if I give it to you, you want to hear it. So you're not taking my advice because it's, it's the wrong phase. It's all about but how you receive right. it. No. Okay. Okay. That's not what I like I that phrase. Me too. Right words, wrong face. Dear Rana and Brian and wonderful guest, a.k.a. Lauren, Lauren Lapkus. My mother is an older woman who lives alone, visited me for the Christmas holiday. Okay. Yeah, the sentence isn't perfect. My mother is an older woman who lives alone and visited me for the Christmas holiday? I think so. Okay. My mother is an older woman who lives alone. Okay. My mother, who is an older, oh my God. who is an older woman, they need some commas. This is I do I like how you the edit the, the yeah. letters because I'm similar. I hate when people are, I mean, I'm speaking yes, so horribly right now. I'm trying to make my point. No, but I know what you mean. I hate when people write horribly speaking and then you can't even read it. You can't read it. My mother, no. comma, who is an older woman and lives alone, comma, visited mm-hmm. me for the Christmas holiday. In her community, she is friendly with an older couple who has a key to her home in case of an emergency, etc. When she returned home from the holiday, oh boy, to her horror and surprise, she found a note on her kitchen counter thanking her for her hospitality. As it turns out, the couple's adult son and family stayed in her home while she was away. For, mm. for context, the couple did not ask if this son could stay in the home. I am writing this note in match because my mother just told me what happened. She knows me. Needless to say, I am steaming, Cleveland spitting. Steaming. <laughs> Get it together. This is the this disrespect. Is our, I, mean, I, right. I think it's entertaining. This is a but first, very disrespectful. This You're is right. a, that's what the advice say. Right words, wrong face. You, Lauren hey, you can't take advice from Lauren, me. No, Lauren was telling you that you're misbehaving. Yeah. And you could hear it from her. I have to tell you you misbehave every five seconds. You don't listen to But me. I'm telling you I'm not. <laughs> and you're not listening. See, this is what I'm talking about, Lauren. He hears it from you, but not from me. Can you imagine? And then he wants to <laughs> talk to me about must be really hard life. for you. His love life. He says I'm the only person he can talk to about his love life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, steaming, spitting, mad. I honestly cannot believe the absolute betrayal how could these people take advantage of another person in such a way i am stuck i think she means struck on behalf of my mother i would very much like to say oh i'm stuck on behalf of my mother i would very much like to say something to the couple but i don't want to betray her confidence desperate for your advice i thank you in advance sincerely stacy with an a yes feel free to use my name she wants it known she wow. wants it known. Lauren Lapkus, what do you think about this? I think she's completely right to be upset. Yeah. I think it's insane <laughs> that they let them stay there. And it's even more insane that they Outrageous. wrote a thank you. Exactly. Just don't acknowledge that you were ever there. Like, Just are you trying to make exactly her feel crazy? Yes. Yeah. I think it's I bizarre. Think that, I think they need to be confronted because those people will do it again. No question. Undoubtedly. Do you ever so, think it's too late for a confrontation? Like from Christmas to March? I don't think it's too late. I think you just, I think she could say to her mom, or she could contact the people herself if it wasn't completely insane for her to do that. But like, tell your mom to say to them, you know, 
I was a little uncomfortable when I realized that your son had, and his family had stayed in my home without you asking me. And I really didn't want, I didn't really talk about it for a while, but I just mentioned it to my daughter and she was so appalled that now I feel that I, I was right to be uncomfortable. And I can say to you that I thought that was a, crossing a line. Get a Sharpie and write that down. Put it, I think you're right to put it on the daughter, in which case yeah. I, I would even take it a step further maybe and have the daughter be the one to say something. But I think you're, you don't think so, Rana? I think your idea is right on about just like, <laughs> I think your idea is right on about like I love really, seeing Rana. <laughs> you're right. I have to say there is they something. They don't get to see the, and the, the guests, clues I'm sending to Brian. And the guests aren't actually, because Zoom is a different experience, the guests aren't actually honed in on Rana during this conversation. So this is a rare experience, Lauren, because you're seeing yeah, ex- I love her it. every move here. No, but I guess they're usually sitting with us seeing my They every are, move. but they're not, like, they don't get a full frontal. I'm just you know staring I mean? at you with no, you know, regard for how rude that is. Yeah, I do look you good know, today. I'm not you gonna, do. So do I. I'm not going to sit here and lie to people. Your kitchen you looks look amazing. Yeah. I'm taking, that's not my kitchen. It's the carriage house kitchen. <laughs> oh, Lauren, that's adorable. That's the, <laughs> That's like the playroom kitchen. That's the extra kitchen. <laughs> the playroom. <laughs> Lauren, it's like a full forest kitchen in here. I don't even know what she's talking about, but yes, it is technically the carriage house kitchen. That's it Brian's looks really nice. Kitchen. If it was my kitchen, there'd be a double oven, not a microwave and a one oven. Oh, I wow. mean, I need a double oven. But Brian has an Instapot in here. I don't know if he's been using it I've yet. I've been using it like crazy. Slow cooker. I do so my... So he can make his demi-paleo meals that he likes. Exactly. I do my canned carrots with the juice. Oh. I do... Canned carrots? Do. do they make it a canned sick. carrot? Yeah. Oh, do you really use I, I've slow I've never cooker? heard of that. Of course. Oh. I do my canned carrots. All you people with your crock pot. I do my ground beef. In my day, they called it a crock pot. And now they call it an Sl- Instapot or Instapot. a slow cooker. I do my wet carrots. Yeah. I do my ground. Oh. Oh. I do my ground wet beef. Carrots. I do my turkey bacon. And then. And you eat it all together? Yes. And I do just a sprinkling, a smidge of cardamom. I'm and so then just upset. a smidge of the juice from the canned peaches. Are you Brian, you just talked about sw- um, on some episode, you talked about how carrots are so wet. And I was like. Ever since you said that, I've been thinking about that a lot. Wet oh yeah, carrots. Oh, but bun- carrots bunny are love. just wet. Bunny, wet. bunny love carrots. Yeah. wet. Yeah, because yep. they're in the yeah, bag. They come in, in that the, bag. They're condensing in the bag. It's disgusting. Can we please get back to the advice here? <laughs> sure. So, Rana, what do you think? You were you don't believe that the daughter should do this? No, I, I, I think Lauren's advice is spot on. I think it's you were right. Get a shappy, write it down. It's perfect advice. However, thank you. There are two mm. other considerations here. The first consideration is, and we can only assume, did it bother your mother? Have we, asked, have we even asked if it bothered the mother? She did say she was, un- she said that, uh, that she was uncomfortable, didn't she? Or did she not? Did she not say anything about that? This is all about your reaction to this. So well, because it might curious. be that she, the mom just knew the daughter would hate that. And so she didn't it tell her It said that she returned now. her from the holiday to her horror and surprise. But we don't know oh, okay, if that's okay. putting okay. her is kind of It's okay. disturbing to think that people oh, no. were staying in your home. It would. There is no question it is deeply upsetting. All I am saying is I didn't know if the mother was actually bothered by this, mm-hmm. which is the daughter. People have all different thresholds, but she's saying that mother was bothered by this. Okay. My only caveat would be, and this really has to do, you, you really, you don't, unless your mother gives you permission to say something to these people, it is the mother who must say something to these people. Because what you don't want to do is 
take away the mother's power in her relationship with these neighbors or with her friends. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a whole other level of drama when your daughter is saying something to your neighbors and friends instead of you saying it yourself. And so Mm -hmm. I think the way that you phrased it is absolutely perfect. You know, it bothered me at the time, but I didn't think too much about it. And then I was discussing it with my daughter and I realized it really did bother me and I needed to say something. And I understand maybe you did this out of convenience, blah, blah, blah. But I, you really should have asked me before letting your family stay there. And it's not something I feel comfortable with going forward. So, gnug. You could also say. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Imagine my surprise. Yeah. Goldilocks. We've had a lot of Goldilocks questions lately. When I woke yeah. up and there was a knife <laughs> in my pillowcase. Excuse me. <gasps> I think your son left a knife in my pillowcase. And I cut the back of my head so badly that I don't even remember my own name. I cut the back of my head. <laughs> so now I'm remembering three months later, I remembered my name and I remembered I wanted to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. You know, you got that from 911. Why when the I? Woman I was love 911. When the, the woman best. was shot accidentally by her husband putting up Christmas decorations in your first episode. You've never How had about- that happen to you? How about when your friend strapped you to, you know, when, don't you have it happen where your friend straps you to a play, a merry-go-round and they spin you so fast with a motorcycle attached yeah, to your eyeballs eyes bulge out of your head? Out. Yeah. Haven't you it had that happen to you? At least twice. Yeah. See? Yeah. I was just happy to see my life reflected on screen. <laughs> I knew you would be. Very funny. All right. Okay. Here's the next one. Dear Ronna and Brian and Lauren. I have a secret quarantine flirtation. Oh, boy. I haven't told ah. anyone because I know I shouldn't be seeing someone this as this is, sh- is shelter in place. This is a real thing that's Ooh. happening with people. We met once for a drink before yeah. my state went on lockdown. After I'd been in the apartment a few days, he texted me and asked me to hang out. In a moment of loneliness, I said, sure, and we've hung out every day since then in my apartment. We have so much in common, it's bizarre. We like all the same bands, so that's really fun. I like smoking pot with him and pretending the world is in a mess right now. Ronna's face. Tonight he told me he doesn't think we should have sex because of coronavirus. I wanted to respect his boundaries, but I'm very attracted to him and can't really hide it. We haven't kissed or anything. I should probably go back to sheltering alone. I'm not even a rule breaker. Signed M. P.S. I'm 34, live alone, and do see a therapist. I don't know why she had it. <laughs> because she listens to the podcast and knows the well, first and because she probably is, knows she's wrong. This is what people do when they know they're wrong. I, I, right. I've, I've checked every, I've checked every uh, thing, and, and I actually, I've tried all the things you might suggest. And, and uh, <laughs> no, you're wrong. You know you're wrong. This is the thing. I'm very, I'm very I'm on a loving, high horse right now because I'm loving Lauren me too. Lapkus. Let today. me tell you about the quarantine and what it's doing to motherfuckers out there. Okay, and maybe I can't swear on here, and we can always bleep it out. But you can. Okay, I, I will do it can. less. Okay, you so can, Lauren, you can. On Instagram, what I am seeing is a lot of people breaking yeah. rules and putting long paragraphs about how they're allowed to do this because they yeah. checked out everything they did and blah, blah, blah. So I went to the beach and like, it was a really desolate beach. I had a beautiful day with my family. No comments allowed. Of course not, because you know you're wrong. Yep. Then wow. it gets deleted. Yep. I'm saying like these people, then I see this family yep. that I follow in New York who left in an RV and they had a very long explanation about why they're, it's okay they did this. Why and they, they were they allowed check- to go on vacation. Well, everyone else, and is then everyone comments that you're an asshole, and then they they delete it or they write an update about we actually didn't touch anything, we washed all the sheets, we brought our own sheets, blah blah. Yeah. blah. You are breaking the rule. You know you're, you're breaking the, the rule, and you're defensive preemptively because you know you're wrong. You're not just breaking a rule; you're breaking down the social contract. Yep, and you're Let killing people. It's that serious. Yes, you are. You want to be a hero? 
You want to be a hero? Yeah. Okay. No, truly. Oh, I do. In this moment, we're asking people to be heroes. You want to be a hero? Yes. Are you a pulmonologist at Cornell Medical Center? Are you? Are you meaning? Are you a lung doctor? Oh. Are you a nurse? Are you an EMT? Sure. Yeah. Are you any of these things? You're not. Okay. You want to know what you can do as an everyday citizen? Yes. To feel like part of this thing that you are helping, that you are maintaining society and keeping the human race intact? Yes. Stay home and watch Netflix by yourself. That's all you. That's and, what, is, and it's like that this is, is what thing, Uncle like, Sam is asking of you. Do you yep. understand? You have not been conscripted to go to war. Don't you no wish she were is, doing these live briefings no instead of Trump? No one is yes. asking you. No you one both is, should. No I'm like, one. be lonely, be bored, fucking be bored. I yeah. don't That's care if you can't go to do. a restaurant. What? I've never I don't seen care if you, you like can't this. go to a restaurant. It's been too, look, would I like, do I eat out all the time? Would I love to go yeah. to every restaurant? Am I supporting my local vendors to the best of my ability? Is that our giveaway today that we're going to send food to people from a fabulous restaurant? Of course it is. Stay home. You want to be here? This is me. This is Sit me all on day. on your couch and watch Netflix. You're a goddamn American hero. I want everyone to know, Lauren, with your permission, that what your rant and Rana's rant are going to be clipped from this and put in video form on our website. Same. Or on our because Instagram. I home and watch television. Yeah. How about this? Has How about this? The other day. More of an archetype of an American hero? Oh, the it's the easiest thing you could do. Is the hero the of thing. this pandemic? Do you understand? Be a couch potato. Rana, I, you are out of control. This and is I'm your astounded. moment, couch potato. I'm astounded by the people who are not doing it. I know there are a lot of you out there who are not doing it, and you suck yeah. and you're bad. Watch pornography. You are bad. I am. Why I am doesn't so, she watch I'm, pornography? I can entertain myself for all day, every day in my house by myself. I'm really not bored. I'm with you. I'm the same. Of course. But even if you were bored, even if you were bored, that's the, that's the best punishment. I'm so grateful every day when I think about the fact that, uh, yes, I'm so frustrated. I can't see my family and my friends and I can't do anything fun outside of my home. But I'm like, the alternative is way worse that I'm going to die at the Javits Center in New York on a cot. (laughs) No. Yeah. So I'd rather be bored in here. Never mind that you're going to die on a cot in the Javits Center. What about, just stop. What if you put someone in that cot in the Javits Center? Exactly, that's even worse. Stop for one moment and think about how fortunate you are. That you have enough space in your home, that you can go outside and get a breath of fresh air. There are people, I mean, you know, we can all make our little jokes about how much toilet paper we've ordered and whether we're eating delicious things and gaining 15 pounds in quarantine and blah, blah, blah. But the weakest members of our society are not being served here. And the next few weeks are going to be very rough. And all, and all of these countries and cities are a couple of weeks or a couple of days behind everybody else. So New York is a war zone right now. But that's coming to your city. If you don't take care, you you know, there, there is well, no... Because the whole thing is, people say, one thing I really appreciated online is when people say, you know, let's say it blows over where you live and it doesn't happen. That's because everyone took these precautions. Correct. And that's why it's going to be good. That's a perfect outcome. So even if you go, well, nothing even happened here. It's because people yeah. didn't go out and touch each other. Right. And spit. And, and sneeze. Or so just, just stay inside. And touch their faces. Stay inside. Stay inside. Of course, the only reasonable thing in this letter is that this guy, who shouldn't be over there with her anyway, uh, said he doesn't want to swap bodily fluids with her. 
And I think he's right. But here's what I also my advice for the situation, which I do feel for, because I have imagined how painful it would be if you were starting a relationship with somebody and then you couldn't be with them or you didn't want to move in right away. Yeah. Or or if you're having an affair or something crazy was happening in your life and suddenly it's like really hard to deal. Yeah. You webcams are your friend. Like if you're starting to date someone, how it's so amazing to get to just talk to them all the time and not touch. You're right. Because then when you when you get to touch, you're going to be like on fire and it's going to be so awesome. That's like love is blind, but you're actually I seeing was, them. I knew you were going to yes. say Yes. Yeah. Brian's reference base at the moment is love is blind. Yours is before the 90 days. Here's Lana. the other thing. <laughs> I love that show. Here's the other thing. Are you watching before the of 90 days? Of course she is. I watch every 90 days. Oh my God. It's the best show so about good. all the spinoffs. Do you watch Pillow Chuck? I do watch Pillow Talk. So do you watch the regular episode and then you watch Pillow Talk and you just watch Pillow Talk? I typically will do regular episode, then Pillow Talk. Sometimes Pillow Talk falls to the wayside if I have other things on my docket. But if I get bored of what I'm watching, I'll go back to Pillow Talk and be like, let's hear what they have to say. I got to meet a bunch of the people. I went to a mixer. I met Darcy. I met met Annie and... um, What's his name? Why can't I think of it right now? Yeah, the, uh, the Batman. David? Yeah, the Penguin. Who? I'm. He's from a previous season. <laughs> okay. I met some of the new people. I met... Um, Who'd I you met meet of the new people? Sinjin. Who's that? Um, this is from the previous... Previous season. Yeah. It was, it was 90 Day Fiancé. He's from... Was it India? South Africa. South Africa. Never mind. Oh, is he the one whose girlfriend le- said, I'm going to go take a makeup course in Costa Rica? For yes, six, I hated her. For six months. <laughs> yeah. And then got, and then would get drunk and get mad when he wanted to know where she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got to meet a bunch of them and it was the best night of my life. But here's the other thing I want to say. There is no chance in hell that this girl's being honest with a therapist about this. Mm-hmm. She told us she, she had a therapist, but she has not told the therapist. So the first thing she needs to do, look, I end, we're not monsters. We understand the thrill of a private, uh, a a covert relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone isn't that a blast. It's why people have been having affairs for as long as people have been having getting married. Okay, everybody gets it. It is the burst of excitement. You're bored to death. You're in quarantine, and maybe this guy's a wonderful guy. And this and this may breed a new intimacy with you. You may this may there are going to be all kinds of relationships and babies. There's going to be a million divorces and a million new relationships that come out of this and babies and everything else. But you need to first thing you need to do is be honest with your therapist because you're not admitting this to yourself and you need to admit it out loud to somebody other than the people on the podcast that you're listening to who you were hoping weren't going to take your letter anyway. Excuse me. Well, because I mean, I went off on on this person instantly, and i I do think I'm I do think I was right to do that because what I really am doing it for is for anyone out there who's listening and thinking that they're getting away with their little sneaky little hangout. Because my husband Facetimed his friend the other night who was over at his friend's apartment with like five no. guys who don't live no. together, and they also That's all disgusting. have different roommates. And I went, "What are disgusting. you doing?" And then he got all he yeah. shut down on me, and then texted later that, "Oh, you were at this thing last week ago. That was weeks ago, man. I haven't yeah. laughed, man. I'm losing my mind. And also, be better than me if you think I did something wrong, like." What are we doing here? All of these, a lot of these people are in denial. But the other thing I will say, and I think I've said this before, there are givers and there are takers. And it's never more obvious or more stark than at a time like this. Sure. 
And these are the people that you're walking down the sidewalk and they just walk with them and the dog and take the whole sidewalk. And they've done that before. They did that before any of this would happen. Some of them are in denial about the gravity of this and the enormity of this. And don't, and, and I, it's very human to not know how to deal with it. But that is also the thing that the virus counts on. Not mm-hmm. to anthropomorphize the virus, but really, when you think about how these things operate, it's these organisms are brilliant because they they take advantage of human nature. That is where it lives in the cracks, quite literally. People, and I'm t- not sorry. People touching their faces, the it's organism. That's how nature. it spreads. Sneezing. That's how it spreads because these are the things that people do. Un- involuntarily I'm and that is how it spreads and that's why we have to wear masks sorry. now so that we don't touch our faces not because we're necessarily protecting ourselves from other people but be so that we don't touch our faces I'm not your bitch don't put your shit I want to add one more thing and you can keep singing under why? it if you want why um, but Tell just that everyone nature, everyone should why? be wearing a mask why? and yes. I don't think it's you can get a uh, mask on Etsy. There, a lot of people are making them now. Yeah. They're oh, washable. Good. You should wash them after every use. And don't worry about looking over the top or stupid. I walk around in a gloves and a mask if I have to go somewhere. And I don't care who, what an anyone thinks of me. T-shirt around your face. And while you're do out whatever there, you have to tie do. a yellow ribbon. Okay. You know what? We'll lo- Brian has an attention span issue and we're losing him. So we better get There's the also um, a DIY thing online that I saw about how to make um, a mask out of a scarf, like a handkerchief and two ponytail holders. And it looks very simple and everyone yeah. should try it. I oh, want to say something very, if you have those very serious, and I'm going to say it again at the end, but I want to say this. I have ponytail holders, but it's for my hair down there. I was going to say, I'm why would kidding. you? Have? No, I don't. <laughs> I was kidding. Rana doesn't know what that means. That's so why I can get away with it. Oh, good. Do you get yeah. my innuendos? No, Brian, I never lived a life before this. I'm, I was born this age. And I was a hundred forever, and I I was hatched out of a dinosaur egg. So I, I was never a young person. I don't understand I'm anything you say. Okay, okay. Like you, you know, how arrogant to think that you're coming up with all this stuff, these well, ideas. Well, I just did. Yeah. Okay. I want to say something very serious. In the next few weeks, people are going to be dealing with a lot of loss. Yeah. Right now, we're in the in the funny time phase where we're talking about toilet paper and this and that and these jerks that are smoking pot with each other. But truly other people's lives depend on this. And people are going to be dealing with a lot of loss in the next few weeks. And I think we're going to see it reflected in our questions where, I mean, this is like an, honestly, this is like an alien invasion. If yeah. a, if an alien ship came down and just started snatching 10% of the population off the planet, that's what's about to happen here. Yeah. Not 10%, a smaller percentage yeah. than that. But the herd is being thinned and people are going to be dealing with a lot of shock and a lot of loss and we're here to hear it, but it's going to get real the next couple of weeks. Well, I think it already has. I mean, seeing some of the people, I mean, as you said, with those obituaries and some of the people that, I mean, I have friends who've lost people. Heartbreak. And so it's already happening and it's too Right now you have friends that lost people. I hate to say it, God forbid, but going forward, we're all going to know somebody. I really can't accept that right now. Yeah. And so that's the only th- I I can't think about that. Yeah. But I, I am very afraid God of that. God forbid. God forbid. Touch wood. Okay. Now, back to, now okay. back to our regular yeah. scheduled comedy program. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say. A few people he wouldn't know. mind losing. <laughs> I could name some that I that I want no one in the I want everyone. Oh I want it to go away. But I do want a couple key people to get it. And I get bet sick. you can guess who they are. And oh. they're very much in power. Definitely. Okay. Okay. You know what? 
Let's try and be let's try and be kind and generous in this moment. Okay, and let's try and be kind and generous by scaring the absolute shit out of everyone who's listening to this. <laughs> Next. And I just got so tired, Lauren. Well, yeah, you should be. From doing this. I've never heard you like that. Yeah. Like what? You were really furious. You had every right to be, but you were very furious. I really thought that you and Lauren were going to strangle me at a certain point. So was I was it, about to. So it was about you, I understand. Now. Yeah. We were talking to the oh world at large, but you took it personally. We were supposed to take everything personally right now. The, the, oh, just right now? Yeah. Okay. You know what I thought? I thought this pandemic would make people stop being um, petty assholes online, and they're still doing it. Everyone, St- oh, yeah. No, unstoppable. Those psychos are unstoppable. Everyone is, crazy. is who they are, and this is magnifying that. Yeah. If you're That's a generous a good person and a kind this person. This is why I needed to talk to you. Can I do a giveaway? If everyone out there is serious at the end of all this and you really take this seriously yeah. and you do everything right, I will record a Blumpkin of my own. Video or audio? Video. Yeah. No, I don't want to see you Blumpkin. Okay. You'll record someone else doing it? <laughs> no, 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 me. Well, it takes two to Blumpkin. Because I like doing both of those things that involve the Blumpkin. At the same time? Going to the bathroom and getting a blowjob? Why not? I don't think that's. I think that's crossing you wise, personally. Okay. I think you should. Enjoy, well, that's just a special ensure, treat. I think you should enjoy both of life's pleasures but that, individually. That's a giveaway for yeah. everyone who takes this seriously. Okay. You know what? We're, I know today is here's really, our giveaway. Okay. At the end of all of this, we're going to have a contest where we fly someone to the carriage house and they can come be a guest on our show. <gasps> are you serious? I don't know. We'll see. Where are they going to stay? I mean, where are they going to? I mean, they can't put their stuff in here. <laughs> Dear Ron at Brian, I'll put you back at the Hobbit Light Inn when it opens no, up again. No, put you put them there. Dear Ron at Brian, an esteemed guest, and they'll have gym privileges too. Two years Ronna, ago, I'm gonna. I don't know where I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna walk out of here and circle the block. <laughs> Dear Ron at Brian, an esteemed guest. Oh boy. Two years. Oh my God. Yeah. Two years ago, the police raided my mother's home and carted away her partner of 15 plus years to our great shock and horror. It was on oh, B- Brian. That's what I mean. I don't know if it Well, we'll read the whole question okay. and we'll decide, but this is really quite, it was very rough. specific. Okay. This isn't going to lift people's spirits, Brian. I got to no. hear it to our great shock and horror. It was on charges of possession and distribution of child pornography. I don't. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'm so. It's, I know. Right it's shocking. After Who's the person? Of, this is her mother's this, partner. The, the surrogate stepfather. Yeah. Or a mother. They didn't say. Correct. Yeah. I think we know it's a man. But I think we know it's a man. After a couple of months of estrangement, my mother took him back in. Him. No. Okay. In her mid-70s, she felt that she could not live without him and adopted a willful denial about his crime and its victims. Oh, my God, this is an awful lot of quote. They're just pictures. This caused significant upheaval in our family, particularly because she was the primary caregiver for my, oh, my God, for my young nephew at the time. My sister put her toddler in daycare, and we settled into a more distant relationship. Okay. My stepfather went to prison just over a year ago. In his absence, the overarching discord lay dormant. He's up for parole this summer, and I've been preparing for some kind of resolution after serving his sentence, as difficult as that might be for me. 
Fast forward to the COVID outbreak. My mother is in a frenzy about the vulnerability of the prison population and has been writing to the governor, ACLU, etc. to have him released early. Oy, oy, oy. While I certainly sympathize with her concerns for his welfare, she maintains that he is, quote, caught in the criminal justice system and argues, oh my goodness, and argues that Megan's law is unconstitutional. Okay. I would never want him to come to any harm, but conversations about her efforts invariably underscore her self-deception about his actions and their consequences. Can I ever get her to see another side to this? How can I support her through this scary time she is currently in isolation in a neighboring state without co-signing on her delusions? Any advice you could offer would be greatly appreciated. Looking forward to Rana's sage advice, wisdom, uh, sage wisdom, and Brian's dramatic suggestions for, for getting her attention. Yours, Kimberly Chapman, Numb de Plume. You put a sign outside her door that says, I'm married to a, a, a child... Uh, whatever what would you call that a pedophile a pedophile i'm married to a pedophile and he's coming out of prison and i can't wait to welcome him home put that sign outside the door <laughs> <laughs> humiliating i mean it's, un- I think, it's unbelievable to me well that's one of that is the most heinous thing i'm i'm so disturbed by that and i i understand on some level the idea that if you're with someone you know that's your partner for a long time to me, that's a complete deal breaker. If anyone I knew was doing that, I really would not be able to tolerate them in any way. I don't know what I, I don't know what I would do if this, look, look, I have had periods of time where I did not speak to my parents for things much lighter than this. Yeah, right. I don't know how you, I, I mean, it's, it's also, you're right. The COVID thing actually complicates it even more and only in the way that you're, because your mother is isolated. And yes, that is sad. Right. That is the issue. That yeah. is sad. Because otherwise, what I would say to do is, she's clearly lonely, so make her unlonely. Get her, you know, somehow get her involved in a community activity or have her set her up on a date or, you know, just do something to occupy her time. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't seem like your common sense words of like, do you understand what he did? Do you understand why he can't, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't sound like that's getting through. Right. But I don't know how you could get her involved in anything right now and make her life less lonely during this outbreak. This man. Yeah. Is a danger to society. Completely. And he is a danger to her family. Yep. She's saying she has a young nephew, a.k.a. a grandson. This woman has a grandson. Correct. This woman who's had this partner for 15 years. Yeah. For all disgusting. We, for all we know, he has put hands on that child or another child. We don't know. We don't know the limits of his pathology. But we know for sure that he has fantasized about children. Mm-hmm. has traded in child pornography mm-hmm. and that he is a damaged member of our society and he is he is a pariah. Yeah. Your mother is an enabler and she is complicit in this. So this really isn't about her relationship with him. It's about her relationship with everyone else in the family. As long as she continues this relationship with this guy, she is putting her grandchildren in danger. It's almost like you have to create a bottom for her. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that means the entire family just steps out of this. Well, the problem at the moment is COVID. Right. 
The other problem is that she's writing to everybody saying he should be released. I would love to know. By the way, you know what? It's not going to be a popular solution. But there's nothing to stop you and every other member of your family writing a letter to that same organization and saying, uh, I understand that so-and-so's case is up for review. We as a fan send a packet of letters together or a letter that you all sign. We as a family would like to say that we, f- we feel that this person's sentence was appropriate and we would like to see him f- f- uh, serve out his sentence. And we absolutely don't agree. And also, with what's you could even say him. her grandson is in and out of that house. He's a toddler. No. Like, well, this guy's going to have to register. Not, that's not going to be allowed anymore. He'll have to register as a sex offender. That's true. But the problem, it doesn't matter what's allowed and what isn't allowed. This mother is not interested in boundaries. She's not interested in the law. She's in complete denial. The real issue here is that, if, honestly, if this was not COVID, I would say your relationship with your mother is over. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to tell you this, this. Yeah. but until she can until everybody pulls away from her and she sees the gravity of this situation there shouldn't be a grandchild with be allowed within 10 feet of her truly yeah. she is a danger to these grand to these children and she is a danger to society by yeah. enabling him however she's your mother you love her you're worried about the fact that she's in isolation and alone which you, which probably should be doubly worried because obviously she's so worried about her own uh, loneliness that this is the that she has decided to live in a state of denial when it comes to this man. That is all about her loneliness. That is about not wanting to die alone. That is about the fact that maybe they own a house together, all their finances are wrapped up together, et cetera, et cetera. These are people. Everybody makes bargains big and small in a relationship. They were people who have husbands that cheat on them or this or that, and they just make a decision. What can I handle? What can I not handle? And she has made the decision that this is fine. This is not that it's fine with her, but that she's going to cope with this in order to keep the relationship going. That is how important her, her fear of loneliness is. But let's find out how important her fear of estrangement from her family is. Truly. I think... Your best course of action at this moment, of course, you're worried about your mother. You want to keep talking to her. You want to keep checking in with her, blah, blah, blah. But I think your family should get together if everyone's on the same page here, or even if it's just you. And almost like an intervention. And you should, not only an intervention, you should send a letter to all of the authorities. You should say everything that you feel in that letter that you're worried about, your fears, the the children are in and out of the house, whatever. I mean, you don't want to get your mother arrested, so be careful about the language that you use. But, And you should send that, and you should send a a copy to her, CC her, and say, this is how we feel. Great idea. And it doesn't mean we love you any less or that we want to be less of a part of your life, but if you don't respect this and you don't understand this and you can't see the severity of this... We're all going to be pulling back. But I think you can hold the pullback. I think you can walk a line with that, which is you don't have to cut her off completely at this moment. But I you're think if they really it, say what's from their gut about this, as you mentioned in the letter, I, I And don't, it goes on record. It should go on record with, because guess what? If he does this again, if he does get out and this happens again, they're going to need to sentence him again. And it will be on record. 
that you were worried about this, that he was doing this, that, and the other, and she was enabling him, et cetera, et cetera, and he will get twice as harsh of a sentence the next time. Yeah, this is not something to accept something or to go easy on with, with your mother. No. Yeah, it really is. But isn't. I do agree, you, you're you worried about her mental health, you're worried about her loneliness, et cetera, during COVID. Doesn't mean that you can't still, you need to check on her and send her a casserole or whatever it is that you're doing. But this is really very serious. But and certainly, your family needs to, and you, I think, will feel so much better if you feel your voice is heard in and, this. And certainly the, um, the longer he's in prison, the better. So write the letter anyway. Yeah. All right. Dear Rana, Brian, and Lauren. Okay. It says esteemed guest, but I'm saying Lauren. Thanks. Because you are. Let me begin by saying thank you for the months of wit and wisdom. You're both a blessing each week. And if I may, the Carriage House is absolutely stunning. It's an honor to contribute via Patreon. That aside, of course, I write today for some advice. I'm a recently out man in the Midwest. Yeah. And I found myself in a predicament I'm hoping you all can shed some light on. There are a slew of factors here, but I'll do my best just to give the crucial bits. I met a guy online a little over a year ago, and because he was on a break with his boyfriend at the time, he decided it was probably best that we exclusively contact each other through Snapchat until things settle. My city has a brutally, well, but they he, were broken so up. He was on a break because he was on a break with his boyfriend. He said, let's just masturbate on Snapchat. Is that right? I guess okay. that like, Go because on. we're on a break, we shouldn't talk on the phone. But they're not on a break. He was on a break with his boyfriend. Exactly. So then why does it have to be secret? Keep going. Okay. Uh, my city has a brutally small gay community. Gossip travels quick and is all too often toxic. So this seemed like a good way to avoid that. Oh, I see. Okay. Looking back, I can see how this should have been a red flag. It still flag. doesn't make any sense. It still doesn't. Because he's saying, well, he wanted to get back together with his ex-boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. However, we were both up That's front at the, the beginning that this should be a friends with benefits situation. Okay. Now, over a year has passed and we still meet up from time to time. Sometimes he initiates it. Sometimes I do. What? Wait, I'm confused again. Why were they on Snapchat if they're also meeting up in person? Well, what was he not allowed to do that he could only do on Snapchat? While the boyfriend was on a break, they weren't allowed to call each other, only see each other. Oh, he doesn't want his text. A trail. He doesn't want text messages or mm-hmm. no paper trail. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. And Snap disappears. Exactly. Now over wow, years past, isn't he? I mean, this is they've got is, their bases covered. This is a deceptive character. No kidding. For someone who's allegedly broken up with their boyfriend. And by the way, he's not you're not the only one he's sleeping with, is what we're about to find out. Sometimes he initiated, sometimes I do. I do think we have a great connection connection, especially physically. I, Sorry, Ron. Sure. This is an illicit tawdry affair. This is what pot smoking on couch potato was hoping for. But he has decided to live with his boyfriend, so I am now the mistress, which I truly hate. For what it's worth, and to his benefit, when he moved in with his boyfriend, we called it off for a while, but ultimately ended up back at yeah. it a few months later because the relationship, sure. according to him, doesn't fill his fulfill his physical needs. Sure. So the relationship with the yeah. guy he lives with. Mm-hmm. So naturally, this leaves me with a mess of questions I'm hoping you can help with. I know Rana hates more than one, which I totally respect, so maybe you can pick your favorite or banter on a few. <laughs> Okay. Well, number one, (laughs) should I just be content being the backup because I value the connection we have? Or is it overall bad for me since I already know I want more than that? See, you haven't said you want more than that until this section. Yeah. Well, it is pretty clear, but yeah. Is this type two? Is this type of open relationship common in the gay community, Brian? Yes, it is. Not this type. An open relationship means you're open and honest. Yeah, everyone and is aware. Someone here doesn't know. Yeah. Number three, yeah. how guilty should I feel in all of this? I know his boyfriend and he seems like a really nice guy. Is it a 50 50 thing or am I more to blame? He's to blame, and then you're to blame, and then the partner's to blame, yeah. which he's not to blame at all. Number four, I don't dare ask if either of you has ever been a mistress, but I can only imagine there are some stories there. Can't thank you enough. All the best. You want to hear our mistress stories? 
Pardon me. We didn't write in for advice. That's right. Some things are personal. Truly. <laughs> Rana, have you been? Brian, I told you I wasn't hatched out of a dinosaur egg. Rana, you cheated on Bob? Never. I never S- cheated on Bob. Somewhat. You were the Never, mistress. ever. Never, Were you like ever. a courtesan? Did they give you gifts? Brian. Yeah. We're not talking about our stories. You're right. We're talking about <sighs> this story. Was he? What do you want to know? Was he landed gentry, this guy, uh, Rana, or did he ever give you jewels? He was not American. Yeah, I knew it. He was a prince or something. I knew it. Okay. He never gave me jewelry. Right. But I don't really want jewelry as a gift. I want to pick up my own jewelry. You're right. You'd have to have pretty exquisite taste to pick up my jewelry. You're yeah. right. I, I, I think jewelry a... is. I think jewelry is one of the hardest gifts to um, pick out for someone. Don't How about buy, before the I Don't buy me perfume either. Oh, Oof. what about that when Ed brought the Victoria's Secret perfume to Rosemary? Oh, Ed is. I can't even. I can't the even. Worst. There's no harder story to watch than Ed and Rosemary. It's the worst. Because that one's really bad. But how about the guy who's going to Ukraine? Russia and? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, who's going to go to the war front now after he spent three hundred thousand dollars on a on a catfish of his and own a robot? Making? Yeah, yeah. And then bought a spent a hundred thousand dollars talking to her, and then bought her a cubic zirconia ring. That was my oh, yeah. And also, well, like, best was the was reaction a, of the guy at the at the a pawn shop jewelry store in Las Vegas. <laughs> he was fabulous. He was like, "I'm interested in cubic zirconia." It was like, "Wait, why don't you just say your budget's a little less?" Like, I mean, there's other gemstones. It doesn't exactly. have to be. It's Whatever. not because also talk to her for six months less. And- but that is he and Ed share that same pathology, which is they're bleeding their entire savings, et cetera, on something that they want. That's about them and their fantasy. Yeah. But when it comes to the other person, they're cheap. Right. It is all about indulging themselves. So the ring is something he's going to give her, but the ring, he thinks of it like credits in a Super Mario game or something. So he thinks, oh, well, I could spend 50 grand on a ring or I could save those credits that I'm going to need for the fake relationship that I'm having when she, when I never, he knows when he says he wants the cubic zirconia ring, he knows he is admitting to society. This is never, the fantasy will never become a reality. She's not a real woman. Why would I spend real money on her? Right. He knows. But he's also the level of denial he's willing to be complicit in is the drama of this fake trip to Ukraine. And he feels good. Nothing drove me crazier than him being at the train station, not knowing the train number. Or where the train knowing was how coming to read from. a single <laughs> letter. I'm like, you've been talking society. to her for years. Mo- of course he knew how to find the train number. The- he knew exactly which cafe to go to to get Wi-Fi. He left the train station to go to his favorite Wi-Fi cafe. He knows how to solve a problem, uh-huh. a logistical right. problem. But the train was always a fantasy. So if he knew... Anna in- Karenina. If he knew, if he knew the train number... And he knew what time she Reverse was coming Anna in. And he knew what dress she was wearing. And they agreed on, I'll meet you in the Sabaros yeah. inside the train station or whatever. He knew it was it was a concrete way to set himself up for disappointment. He Do you understand what I'm saying? Whereas yeah, if he yes. leaves the mystery to it, there's still room for confusion and he can keep the ruse going in his mind. No, you're 100% right because anytime I've, met, I've actually Ed. met people in other countries, met up with friends and before we had a cell phone and couldn't communicate. I've met people would, in this you, country, Lauren. Right. And I've you would just make a very a distinct plan. I've said i meet you for a cup of coffee plan. at the Dunkin' Donuts next to the train station at 11 a.m. 
And there I was and there you were. Right. Excuse me. No, you're right. Let's get back to our question. I've got news for you. This is a short answer. I agree. Number one, should I be content being the backup? Well, you said before, I'm the mistress, mistress, which I truly hate. Those were your words. You said that you're not not content. Yeah. You wrote us a letter. You're not content. So if you want to be content, you're never going to be content. If you want to be the backup, that is entirely up to you. But But you will never be happy in that position. You want more than that, and you're not going to get it because even when this guy was on an alleged quote-unquote breakup- Didn't give you anything. He didn't give you anything, even his phone number. And also- That's crazy. Yeah. And also, yeah, like I said before, open relationships common in the gay community, sure, but it's they're open and honest, not just, open doesn't mean I'm cheating on my boyfriend. Right. <laughs> you know, open means everyone's on the same page. People um, are will still get hurt in the situation you're in. If the if the other person were to find out that this guy was talking to you, that would be very painful because it's not an open relationship that they're in. There's not the honesty there. Exactly. And that's cheating and that hurts. And uh, the third question is, should I feel guilty for this? I don't know that you should. I actually I actually think, personally, it, I don't think it would feel good necessarily, but the, the person to blame here is the person who's doing the cheating. Right. That is the person that whose fault this is. I don't agree. Really? I think it is. I think it's both people, but I think it's, it falls more on that person to end it. fault for putting yourself in this situation. Well, if you are unhappy, you can end it. What you accept here, I don't think the cheat is doing, I don't think he's a nice guy and doing a nice thing. I don't know what his partner's doing and what their arrangement is. I don't know any of that. I know that this is a duplicitous guy. I know that you're not the only guy he's sleeping with that he's talking to on Snapchat. And he's certainly not unhappy with his boyfriend no matter what he's telling you. he's pleased with this situation. He's getting having his cake and eating it too. But the only person you should feel guilty about in this situation, and, and I don't think it's truly, I mean, we're joking about our past and this and that. It never feels good to be the other woman or right. the other man or the other whatever. Maybe the thrill of it, or not the thrill of that, but the thrill of the relationship or the connection or the this or the that can last for a certain amount of time. No one is perfect. People make mistakes and morality lives in the margins quite often. And okay, we're not going to just condemn you and tell you you're a terrible person. What you should feel guilty about is that you know you're doing something that you don't like and that you're hurting yourself through this process. I don't think... We need, well, the reason I say it's not the guy who's cheating's fault is because this really isn't about how he's living his life. Not to it's mention, about he, how told you, he, he told you he told you expressly. He's no, he's not some honest, nice guy, et cetera, et cetera. Well, he's only honest with he has been honest with you in that I want a physical relationship with you. That's it. Yeah. And well, and it also, can't happen now. Yeah. And also, he's, right? He's told you fourteen different ways that. You're not, you don't hold a place of prominence That's another in his thing, life. Ronna. He's a sneaky character. We got this letter today. Yeah. No, we didn't. Yeah. It was either today or yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So with the virus, you shouldn't Game be over. having a physical relationship. Anyway, it's a perfect time to break it off as the mistress person or whatever it's called. And also, because, you know, people you are drawing parallels. Can't. And also people are drawing parallels to HIV. You know, because this that's the last time we dealt with a pandemic of this sure. type in this country. But that's no joke in terms of, it may not be a sexually transmitted disease, but it can certainly be transmitted in that kind of close contact. COVID. Yes. Yeah. And what you're doing when you're taking these risks, whether it's sitting on a couch and smoking pot and somebody sneezes on you, or whether you're having sex with the person. And that sneezes in you. You are spreading it to the community in your sphere. 
You are yeah. taking that chance. Yeah. And that kind of contact may seem like, oh, it's just the two of us. You don't know where that, what that guy's up to. And I can tell you, just because he said he's on, he, this guy communicates you in a disappearing medium. Yeah. He writes you notes in disappearing ink so his wife can't read them. Okay? He's not an upfront, honest guy. <laughs> I forgot he about has disappearing ink. 10 other people that he's sleeping with. And if it's not going to be you, it's going to be somebody else. And I'm sorry if this is the best sex of your life, but you're going to have to be a little bit monkish for the next couple of months. Yeah. Okay, I think we're going to have to say goodbye to Lauren. We are, but we should do the giveaway first. So, Lauren, to recap, there is the police raid, whatever, the daughter whose mother is... The pedophile. Yeah. There is the secret quarantine flirtation. Quarantine flirtation. There Mm -hmm. is the out gay Midwestern man who is a mistress. The mistress. And there is... The neighbor, the mother who's Goldilocks got Goldilocks by a neighbors. Yes, the excuse okay. me, the the mother the daughter who, who got Goldilocks, the daughter whose mother got Goldilocks, and it had her neighbor's son. This sleeping. bed's too yeah. big. This one's too big. I Correct. feel too, like, but you don't I'm know leaning what, towards. You don't know what. The oh, gift what's the prize? Is. What's the prize? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I do need to know what the prize. Is. This week we are giving away a Zingerman's uh, gift box. Wow, are you familiar with Zingerman's? Zingerman's no, I, I is, don't know. It's incredible. Is an incredible deli slash mail order service out of Michigan or Mi- in Ann Arbor, Michigan. It is one of my all time favorite uh, places, and they do an incredible turkey. Ru- they do all kinds of Rubens, but we're giving away a turkey Reuben gift box where they send you wow bread, uh, turkey. The dressing, they send you the brownie bites, and it has the cutest little instructions mm. on how to make your own Rubens at home. And we're going to be doing that for the next couple of weeks. Give- I have gotten this before as a gift and also gifted it to people. It's yeah. amazing. It's a showstopper. Yeah. It sounds it's, really good. So we want to continue to support our businesses that we love, whether they're near us or they're far from us. Zingerman's obviously happens to be far, but we're, Detroit is having a very hard time they right are. now, and we're thinking about people in Detroit and out in all of Michigan. And so that's what we're giving away. And also we want to just make sure people people eating something delicious because and this is yeah because things are getting a little tight at the moment so is it the mother with the uninvited house guests or the daughter of the mother i guess i should say the daughter of the mother of the uninvited house guests is it pedophile is it i guess the daughter of the mother who's married to the pedophile or with the pedophile is it secret quarantine love um they haven't had sex and now she's to distance or is it the out man in the midwest who is the mistress my instinct is to give it to the person who's dealing with the whole pedophile situation because they're they don't approve of that. That's not on them at all. And they are in a bad time right now. So yeah. they could really use the uplifting gift box and that would probably be really fun for them. Couldn't agree more. And you're gonna probably have to eat your feelings once or twice in the next couple no of kidding. months over this. Lauren, where can where can people find you on socials and what kind of content are you providing during the pandemic? I'm providing a bunch of content right yeah. now. You I can know find you me are. at Lauren I saw you Lapkus. on New and Noteworthy in Apple. I was so proud of you. Oh, that's nice. I'm on um at Lauren Lapkiss at Twitter, on Twitter and Instagram, and you can follow my Patreon, patreon.com slash Lauren Lapkiss, where I'm doing improv episodes, conversations with people. I'm now doing watch-alongs with movies. I did oh, The Last cool. Jedi and Hook, and I just have a new one that's coming out soon, and you can sync it up with the movie. It feels like you have annoying company over, and me and my husband will talk over the movie. It's really fun. And then you can listen to Newcomers, which is my podcast with Nicole Byer, where we watch Who's Star fabulous. Wars for the first time yeah. ever. And it's really fun. And we have on people who care about Star Wars to kind of tell us about it. And Who it's have a you great had time. On? So 
we've had on John Gabris, um, the Doughboys, Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell. Great. We've had on um, Gemberling. I saw was on there. I think Gemberling was mm. on there. Oh, I love him. Andy Daly. Oh, we've had a lot of fabulous. people, oh, that's but. Great. Yeah. All right. All right, dear. Lauren, you're Stay the best. safe. Stay Take safe. care of yourself. Keep Stay us updated. Safe. And thank you for sharing your wonderful generosity and advice. This was an absolute I love pleasure. Love you guys. We love you. Kiss, kiss. Brian, we've got to wrap this up. I know. She was fabulous. Okay, listen. What's our orders of business here? We're still doing this podcast. It gets an hour longer every week. That's in the free feed. Guess what then, else are we doing? And your behavior gets worse every week. So it's free feed behavior nonstop. Over here. You can't face the truth. You haven't had enough? Join us in the Patreon Carriage House. That's where it's really... I, I'll tell you, we're watching movies together. We're reading yeah. books together. I mean, not if together, you, together. If you're but, looking for an escape, it's happening in the Patreon Carriage House. Can we tell them what the movies are? Please do. We're doing a trip to Spain with Sexy Beast, Bad Education by Pedro Almodovar. And then we're coming right back to America with a in the 1991 movie. Sally Field, Kevin Klein, Kathy Moriarty, Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> Kathy Jimmy, Carrie Fisher, classic, Soap Dish, and yeah, Terry yeah. Hatcher. And, t- and Terry Hatcher's in there, too. It was a real miss. It was a real Molly Crew in that movie. I can't wait. That's Robert just, Downey Jr., too. That's just a fun one. We're just throwing that in for fun in case you need a little extra escape. Correct. In a book this, uh, oh, this, this month book. is Heartburn by Nora Ephron. I know people have seen the movie. You've got to go to the source material. Go, nor, I mean, who Nora could be? Ephron, no one can beat Talk her. about an icon. No kidding. Nor, we should have put her on the shirt. Nora. You're right. Maybe we will. Yeah. Well, these shirts might be limited edition. We might start we switching might swapping, it up. Swap swapping names, yeah. in icons. That's but you right. and I will always remain constant. God, when I love that. Uh, and so our shirts are available at podswag.com. Patreon.com slash askrana. Podswag.com slash askrana. Correct. Uh, and it's so cute. And they come in three different colorways, yep. which I love. I love those Helvetica shirts. And uh, our book is Hotburn. And if you want, Meryl Streep is reading the audio book. And it's pretty fabulous. Are we doing an Instagram live tomorrow? Okay. Okay. Join us tomorrow. Twelve. I, I had you talk me into it. Join us tomorrow, twelve thirty uh, Pacific. Correct. Three thirty well, Eastern. I was screaming, I think. Where, <laughs> I was. Where we'll do another Instagram live. Yeah. Uh, and it'll be on the Ask Rana feed and on the Brian's hat. Or on the okay, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever you want. Okay. okay. Um. Yeah. Get guys, buckle down. Hang in there. It's going to be a tough couple weeks, and as we were saying, there's a lot of. Bad news coming, but we have to find our silver linings. And we hope you're finding this a silver lining because I have to say, you're definitely our salvation at the moment. We're loving keeping doing the show. We love spending the time with you. But it is even a little more intimate than the Patreon carriage. Just a little more intimate. And $1 from every membership goes to Meals on Wheels America until April 20th. So really, it's basically free. Yeah. Okay. Patreon.com. So let's just Kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. 
With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.